you notice, see, there's a part of us that notices, right? So, so we're not the fear. We're not the fear. Yeah. We are the energy that notices the fear. Need, feels, is empowering, right? Mm. How would this benefit us, right? What are the benefits of us getting this place, right? So I really focused on the fact that this is time we deserve to have this peace of mind and move forward. It's time for, for myself and for my children. But I also, in, in that, within that process, I caught myself almost feeling guilty about wanting something that's pretty much exactly what I wanted. I'm Fatih Light. And I'm Rick Rupenthal. Welcome to An Honest Look, where we look at transformation from the inside out, unplugged, unscripted, and in the moment. Hello, hello everyone. Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to An Honest Look. Hi, Rick. Hi, Fatih. Good to see you again. <laughs> so good to see you. Big smiles today. Uh, yeah, I, I, the first thing I notice is that you're just like, uh, you look like you're on fire or something. What's going on? It's like, <laughs> on fire. Um, no, I'm just, I, I just, you know, I think we talked about how things have shifted for me. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just excited because I just manifested something really big. <laughs> Really? Really, okay. really big. So, yeah. and you know, I think that that can be a very good um, discussion we could have today. Manifestation and what does that really mean? Because it's a buzzword, right? It is. And it's used almost too often. It's almost like a go-to, um, you know, like, oh, all you have to do is just manifest that. Like, okay, so like, what does all that mean, right? What does that really actually mean? Yes. Right? Yeah. And if and if you're triggered by the word, just replace it with something that doesn't trigger you, right? Yeah. Um what does that really mean? Like well, you see, that's the so I've been playing with that for a little bit. I just wrote a blog article about it, like my my experience with it, because I I feel that there's, there's a real practical application to to this thing, right? And you're and you've just experienced something that you just shared prior to coming on that that really highlights it also. And I I think and my experience is is not that we kind of conjure something up. Okay. I think it become what it ends up being, at least in my experience, is me noticing more. Me me paying attention to um the things that are around me you know and and you know and it, it, it it's kind of a, a a minor story compared to yours um but but i've had similar situations like i i um you know several years ago i bought a house uh with no down payment I yeah right and and it was sort of like okay well let's just see if this if i could, if this can happen like can i buy a house with no down payment and 
what immediately happens, at least at least with what I my experience is and what, talking with others, is that we start to put all these other things on this idea. So immediately when I have this idea, whatever it is, the negative side of things come in. It's sort of like we start latching on to, well, did I really deserve this? It's never happened before. Um, what gives me the right to think that I can, you know, there's the, the market is already, you know, they're all, and I've heard that from friends and family, right? It's sort of like, like nobody buys a house today with no down payment. Really? Okay. <laughs> you know, then I just did. <laughs> so, so, so that can't be true. So we, so we buy into a lot of these stories that, that with good intentions, people say to us, and we believe them. And then that distracts us from what people consider, you know, manifestation, right? So, so for me, we're always going to get what we kind of want. And if it looks like it wasn't what we wanted, it's maybe it was because we were in line properly and we were, we were following a path of somebody else's story instead of recreating or creating one for yourselves. Right. Right. Maybe some of those thoughts that come through along the way have something to do with it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 And I, you know, she said this, the concept of manifestation is very broad actually. It's not just about, I sit on a pillow and I dream of all my desires. <laughs> oh, forgot. And, and it materializes, right? So, that being said, that's a part of it, right? Having intention behind it, having a clear idea, clarity, I find is key. Because oftentimes when we don't manifest things, it's because we're not 100% sure ourselves. So there's some doubts there. Yes. yes. We don't know exactly what we want, right? So we're not specific enough. We're a bit wishy-washy. We're like jumping around within this thing that we want. Maybe it needs to be here, or maybe it needs to be there. Maybe it needs to be, in my case, looking for a place. Maybe it needs to be a townhouse. Or maybe it has to be like a really big high-rise building. Or it could just be, I don't know, a loft, right? Like, there's a lot of like, well, I'm kind of open to all of it. And like, but then as you explore things, then you realize, Maybe I don't like that as much as I thought I did, right? So that, that phase of figuring out and not have crystal clarity around what you want is a part of why sometimes things, things delay in, in manifesting, right? Or, or coming into your life. Yeah. But, you know, like, it's not just about that. If it was just about that, we would be like passive passengers, right? Just I just have to decide what I want, sit there and, and manifest it. Again, I strongly believe that that's a big part of it. I strongly believe that we can manipulate our energetic field through thought alone, right? Just go and listen and read a couple of Joe Dispenza books and look at all of the, the actual scientific proof that he has of that, that he has collected. Right? If you are a doubter, you can go look into that. He doesn't call it manifestation. He calls it creation. Yeah. Again, if that's not a word you like, pick your own, right? Yeah. yeah. 
But, but what, what's also involved in it is that alignment, that inner alignment, right? Not just with your intellect, but with all of who you are, right? All these different layers of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it has to spiritually align. It has to mentally align, which is, that's really the part where we need, we, we can get really tricked into starting to have thoughts they're not actually serving the purpose of the thing that we want to manifest in our lives, right? So the mental redirection, the mindset shifts are very much a part of it, right? The belief system, being able to, again, pinpoint where, where within me do I not actually believe that this, this is possible, right? Limiting beliefs can be a big part of it. And that's all mental work. But what's really also important, and that's something that I really, really focused on this weekend, while I was waiting to hear news, mm -hmm. is the emotional layer of ourselves, right? That emotional layer that can sense fear and just get stuck in that feeling, right? Mm -hmm. And then that feeling causes thoughts and the thoughts bring us to projections and then involved in the fear. It's like a vicious cycle, right? Yep. So when I noticed that I had a lot of anxiety and fear around not getting what I wanted, I realized, okay, there's not, not much else that I can actively do other than redirect my thinking, right? But the redirection of my thinking wasn't that easy because I found my mind drifting back into... What, what ifs? What if yeah. this doesn't yeah. happen? What if yeah. I don't get it, right? And really sitting in that fear, then, then I'm back into the feeling, right? And so I just, I was like, well, all I have to do is go release this fear, make, make friends with my fear, right? Accept it, see it, accept it, and welcome it to express. Because me pretending that I'm not scared, <laughs> that I'm not the fears around this ain't working. I keep yep. going back to the what ifs. And like that anxiety is just building and building and building. And it was very stressful, right? So it was, the stress was built. So I just, I just let it all go. Stop like refreshing pages. Stop looking for plan B, C, and D, right? <laughs> Eating my what ifs. And I just did what I know I need to do for my own health, health and well-being, which is go find presence. Go in a place that feels healing, in a place where you can clear your thoughts, and in a place where you can just allow those emotions to come out. So I went, I went on a hike. I just felt a lot of, you know, like a lot of anxiety, <laughs> a lot of fear. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. But I really dedicated my entire day to figuring out this fear thing, right? Letting it release. And once it got released, I really worked actively on what is it that I want, right? So because it's the part one is redirecting the fear, right? But if we're just doing that. We're basically just getting, giving all our energy to the fear anyway. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it's not going where it needs to go. It's not going where it needs to go. So let the fear come through so that it can dissolve and come out and express. 
And now really intentionally focus on what you want. And really intentionally focus on seeing it, feeling it, being it. What would I do if this did happen? And every action I'm going to take from here on is going to be in alignment with that, as if it has already happened. Well, and, and, and there's a couple of things that I, I want to just highlight in your story, because because it, 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 I think it's valid in the sense of, like, when you notice, see, there's a part of us that notices, right? So, so we're not the fear. We're not the fear. Yeah. We, we are the energy that notices the fear, right? right? And so... So, and and what I heard you uh, sort of express is is that while you're noticing, there's another part of you that that speaks to you that says, "Turn away, do this," right? So that intuition, the wisdom that we have within us, speaks to you when you when you. Because you could have stayed with the fear, you could have stayed down that path, and many we do. We got, I've I've been caught up in that. We call it the rabbit hole. We go down the rabbit hole, and we put layers and layers of thinking on this fear, thinking that that's going to somehow help manage it, but it doesn't, right? And um, so I, I like I like that when you follow your gut or you follow your intuition you're in a more relaxed state where you're allowed to be more creative where you where the, where i think the real magic happens it doesn't mm -hmm. happen in the fear state it happens in the right while you're off on a walk while you're having a shower while you're right all these things you relax and it highlights how well you are built how we all are built to respond in the moment and and you've demonstrated that from time to time to time right so this whole idea of playing the what ifs it is is not helpful because whatever happens you're more than equipped to deal with it it's not helpful but it's it's conditioned behavior right well, yeah we i think it's helpful it. yeah we're in it deep in it and it can take a while to realize oh i'm in the what ifs yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah sometimes yeah, yeah exactly exactly I'm in the what ifs and again managing the fear and allowing it to release in a healthy way is just one part a crucial part Without that, there's no other part. Well, you can't, you can't, you can only do, you can only you hold it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Without that, you're in the what ifs and you're in the manifestation of your fears. Yeah. Period. Right? So expressing and releasing that part is a really, really important, crucial piece. But like you're saying, the moment that that is expressed and released, then we can be more present. When we're more present, now we can notice more. And yep. when we can notice more, we can also notice what, what's coming in, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and that's very much a lot of what I did, like noticing instead of all the what ifs, all the good things that had happened along the way, but also really stepping into what do I want and what would it feel like if I did truly have it, right? Yeah. And like, it took me a minute to step into that, even after releasing my emo the emotions, because 
as soon as I would think about it, the emotion would charge up again. There was a lot, a lot, a lot of fear. It was really tight, you know, like it was like a 50-50 type of situation, right? And once I, I, once I really like started like, and that was again only possible because I released a lot of the fear, but once I was really able to just, not just uh, visualize, but also like really see myself and feel what it would feel like, I really made a point to just stay in that for an extensive amount of time. Because it's not just about feeling it for a moment and then you give in to the fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're canceling that out, right? So really, can I just stay in this for an extensive period of time? And can, I, can this just be already done from that place, right? Because that's the other thing, just visualize something, decide something and just let it go, surrender it, right? It's already done. It can only be already done and surrendered if you live in the emotion of it, of having it, of it being done. You can't just let something go and surrender it and then go off and into your what ifs. And no. later, right? No. No. Because when you do that, you're basically questioning that something is already done. If you already have something in your hands materially, you don't go into what ifs. No. So something is already done and you're acting as if it's already done. There's no more what ifs after that, right? And it's not easy. It wasn't easy. It wasn't like necessarily something that came very natural to me to do in that moment that I had a lot of fear. And yet, the practice of redirecting and re-putting myself back into that space really paid off. Mm-hmm. I mean, in everything that I did and every thought that went through my mind, every breath that I took, I tried to live from that place of having a positive outcome. Mm-hmm. And it came. The positive yeah. outcome came within nearly a few hours from that. Like two hours later, I got the news that I got this place and that it was super tight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the timelines were tight, right? And yeah. You see, there's a couple. No, no, not the timelines. It was tight. Who was, who was going to get this place? Oh, oh, yeah, the competition. The competition. It was oh, tight. Yeah. It was yeah. not like, yeah, it was tight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, and, and before we go on, like I, I want to again highlight a couple of things that you you said. For, um, one, we're always creating or manifesting, right? So whatever energy we happen to be landing in, we're this is what's happening, right? So you you pointed that out about the fear and and the what ifs. The other thing is is that um, we have no control over the timelines, and it was right. So it is sort of like. Uh, it's wonderful it happened in two hours um and but but when you think about it it wasn't actually two hours it's actually (laughs) and that's why there was so much fear there was so much building up like i was waiting for days days months yeah 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 and you know the other thing that i really realized was i you know i started getting like resentful of Mm. how he was thinking right and I was like, how 
can I reframe this, right? So this is really, what are you being resentful to? I don't, know. I don't even know, right? But it was taking so long. Yeah. Uh, no, frustrated. Not, I wouldn't say the resentful. Actually, that's not the right word. Frustrated, right? It was yeah. taking so long. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, like I, I really realized, well, Let's just go back again, coaching 101. What is this teaching me? Mm-hmm. Right? What, what, is, what is the opportunity that this has created for me? Well, A, I was reminded of how to properly manifest. B, it gave me an opportunity to release a lot of my fear. And without this practice, I I would probably be sitting in a more disempowered place, feeling at the mercy of what's gonna what's gonna happen, right? It's not up to me, right? Right. It, it's it's in their hands now, right? We even use those words. It's in their hands now. Yeah, technically the paperwork is in their hands now. The decision is in their hands, but I still have the power to manip- manipulate the energy field. From where I'm sitting, right? So I found the creator of my life and manifesting at all times, then I have the power to do that. Right? So it's a it's it, it shifts you into empowerment versus feeling like, well, you know, I did the best that I can and I put it out there. And now I just have to sit and wait. So that now I just have to sit and wait was very disempowering because I felt like we want, we want to feel like we can do something about things, right? That control, right? Yeah, control, yeah, yeah. And we put the control outside of ourselves, right? We try to manipulate things on the outside. Let me send a text. Let me call and push them. You know, let me check in. Let me just plea for them to make a decision faster, whatever it was, right? Mm-hmm. Those weren't really things I was planning to do, but like those are things that you could do, right? But instead, I was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to go and like really work on if I truly trust that this yes. is going to happen, if I truly trust that I am supported. Oh, good point. That I am supported, then this is already done. So yeah. that is the work for me. The work for me is to, what part of me is not truly trusting? This is that's, that's, that's key, is noticing yeah. Noticing what um what am I still holding on to? What am I still directing my attention to? And then constantly kind of putting that in the back. I call it like like I I came up with there's a couple of criterias for for creating or manifesting for me anyways is there has to be a real need. There has to be a real need. You know, in in the case of that uh, the house and you know, in your, your comedy, there's a real need. There's a, there's an actual need for it. Right. And, and we sometimes, you know, when you're in this game, well, why can't you just manifest a million dollars? Well, do I really need a million dollars? Like, do I have something that actually needs a million dollars right now? If I, I wanted to manif- you know, create a, a foundation that supports, you know, feeding the hungry, maybe it might need a million dollars. I don't know. Right. So, you know, trusting that part of and knowing exactly what you need. So there has to be a re- real requirement for need. The other one is, is that you have to let go of when it's going to happen. 
like it has to sort of, yeah, yeah. sort of put it in the back burner, right? right? And and sort of say, okay, as things come up, I will deal with them. But in the meantime, I I still have a life to live. I still have kids to pick up at school. I have to do all that kind of stuff. And there's a trust factor that everything is working in the background in my favor. And I and where am I not trusting it? And then letting go of that. Where am I not trusting that? Letting go of it. And, and listening to the uh, frustration, listening to the, your feelings, which are the clues of when you're hot or when you're cold, when you're taller, when you're smaller, right? So it's, uh, yeah, it's a happy balance. And yeah. I love that you pointed out these two things, right? Like, um, just just read the need, right? I want to speak to that for a moment because that is also something that I really focused on. Mm-hmm. Who would more than need? Because when I, for me personally, when I think about need, it feels disempowering, right? Mm. How would this benefit us, right? What are the benefits? of us getting this place, right? So I really focused on the fact that this is time, that we deserve to have this peace of mind and move forward. It's time for, for myself and for my children. But I also, in, in that, within that process, I caught myself almost feeling guilty about wanting something that's pretty much exactly what I wanted. And that the fact that the one, some of the reasons why I wanted it is because it's a nice space. So I thought about that for a second and I really realized how much conditioning we have around that too, that if something is nice that we almost don't want to feel like we want nice things for ourselves or that we deserve to have them, you know? And I really shifted into that. I, I want to highlight that. I want to oh. highlight that because even though fear is the number one thing that holds us back, the other the, the other one that's really big is that I'm not good enough for it. Right, I don't deserve it. Or like, I don't deserve it, yeah. I don't deserve it or feeling guilty or wanting something nice, right? Yeah. And I really reminded myself that I deserve something nice. There's nothing wrong with that. And that actually that shows how much I know myself and how much I know what I need in order to feel joyous and happy in a space. Yeah. And how much my environment really matters to me, right? I spend all my days in my apartment working. I work from home. You know, yeah. that's, that's where I spend most of my time. Yeah. And, and we're not conditioned to really pay attention to that. Or we're, we're conti- conditioned to compromise. To compromise and to just get the best deal. You know, like people live in shoeboxes in this city. <laughs> to be in an area that's convenient, you know, but like I, I had to give up some of that, the location a little bit, right? I found the perfect balance with that. I feel very blessed with that. But I, there were a few things that I was willing to compromise on. Right? I had my list of 10, 12 different, different criteria items. And there were some that I was more willing to compromise on. Yeah, yeah. If they, didn't, that yeah. they were non-negotiable, yeah. right? Of course, if I got all of them, it would have been amazing. But this is pretty amazing, 
And that compromise may just be a nudge for us to try out a different, slightly different area, right? Try this out. You may, you, it may not matter at all, right? Give them what you're getting. So yeah, I really realized, wait a minute, why am I feeling guilt towards wanting something that's really nice? Why? There's no reason to, other than we've been conditioned to treat ourselves like that, right? Not wanting, because a lot of my thinking was like how my kids deserve to have a nice yeah. space and a suitable space and all of this. And then I realized, well, I do too. And I'm not gonna, I'm gonna own that. I'm gonna be okay with that first, right? Because if I don't believe that I deserve something, if I feel guilt around it, I'm gonna push it away, right? Mm -hmm energetically like in in, in um, and like intellectually we say something but energetically we may be in, in emotionally we may be saying something completely different and, and that's where we get in the way of our own manifestations right so so that was a really important piece that i wanted to highlight and the second what was the second thing that you said oh god now you want me <laughs> <laughs> it, the, well the uh the the comp like first of all you have to need it right right um it it comes in its own time right letting go of all the details yeah letting, letting go of, of 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 controlling that kind of result like for me everything that i've sort of when i play this game is it's never it's it never appears exactly the way my ego right. liked it right, right? And, and uh, you know, even the house, the house was was in need of a lot of repairs and things like that. But it was it was exactly what was re what was needed in the moment. Right. If I wanted to buy something um, with no down payment, this is what it looks like. Right. Um, this little gadget that I was looking for. Yeah. You know, I would have loved it to be, you know, more shinier uh less dense in it you know or all this kind of stuff but what i got was exactly what i needed in the moment right. and 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 yeah i i was willing to let go of what what i thought it should look like right and yeah. and that i think that's a little piece of that too right and also like you know being able to stay open to what what comes in, right? And being able to stay open to, well, that's not the way I thought it was going to go. And like really stay open and focus on, it's going to be better than I thought. The reason why it's not coming the way I thought it was going to come, for instance, in this, in this example, about a month ago, I had found another place that I really loved. Yeah. And I ended up getting it. And it was the perfect place, right? Now, when I sit there and put them side by side, this place is actually much nicer than that place. That place had maybe a couple of the things that I had to compromise. Not maybe, had two things that I had to compromise on in this place. But there were other things I had to compromise for that place if I got that place, right? So it's a give and take. And when I sit there and look at it, I'm like, this is a much nice, I, I ended up in a much better place. Well, and th that's another example. Like, like, 
like we can play the what if disaster game but we also can play the what if it turns out wonderful game right what if it turns out wonderful and we have no idea of the future like we're very poor predictors of the future we think we are you know creating disasters but what if this is the exact thing that needs to happen right in this moment right like you and we can we can we can play somatics right we can we can make meaning of all this thing but i think a lot of things happen just because they happen and who knows what's down the pipeline right you don't know what's down the pipeline and you know another thing that really helped me push through this was well you know it's been it's been a long time oh yeah absolutely it's been stressful and difficult you know there's been a lot of challenges with it and every every time one of those challenges comes up or i feel frustrated by it i really really do intentionally refocus on what am i learning from this what is a way for me to go through this as if i was being held by the river versus trying to swim up yeah stay afloat yeah right? good analogy so, yeah so what would i do if i was being carried exactly where i need to go versus trying to swim upstream or sideways because that's where i think i need to go and yeah you know what i'm not going to be moving in the date that i wanted to what would i do if i was just going with the flow i would drop all the thinking yeah drop all of the frustration yeah and just look into my options until then yeah right? and i realized that a lot of this situation has really brought me back to exercising a muscle right exercising this muscle of adapt- adaptability mm. the muscle of letting go of control the muscle oh. of staying in in trust and faith that I am supported, right? And if I have to tell you the amount of signs that I've been noticing for the last week or two, I don't know if you guys believe in numbers or anything like that. I have no choice not to, because these numbers just appear in my life in a way that's like, it's insane. It's like somebody's manipulating the world to tell me something, right? And every single number was pointing to a cycle ending and a new cycle starting. A cycle ending and a new cycle starting. Everywhere I turned, those numbers were there. And they're still there. They show up. Every time the doubt comes in, the numbers come in. You know? And it's like, I would not be able to notice it. No. I was at the mercy of, of my fears. Right, and my projections. I, I love that because again, it's it's pointing back to this is more about noticing and being in that space. And there's a there's a word that I uh, I picked up many years ago from Stephen R. Covey, who wrote the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He talked about being response able, and when you're in fear and in that side of the realm you're not responsible you're reactive right so you're always constantly reacting to things that are that are think you are making you fearful 
But when you're response able, you're in the exact space that you're talking about, right? You're noticing things. You're able to respond in real time through your intuition, trusting your wisdom, trusting your gut. And, and I mean, that's where all the magic happens. All the magic happens in that space. And in order to have more of that space, there are some things that we can do. Right. And it's not just, let me be present right now. I'm really like pissed off. I, I need to be present. <laughs> I mean, I wish that it worked like that, like a flip, you know, flipping a switch like that, but it doesn't because there's emotions involved, right? There's energetic stuff that we are emanating outside of ourselves that doesn't allow us to just bypass the fact that. No, I'm going to, I get to not challenge you, but I, I, I want to maybe just point to one thing. The fact that you notice that you're in whatever state you're in actually is you. In right. The right. Because you can't do it any other way. Like you could be, you could be lost in it. Right. But the, the minute but I, you know, yeah. But I can't know what, what situations, what practices, what places, what environments are most suiting for me. That's when you be able to know. Responsive. Right. Yeah. So, so that also was, I need to bring myself back to making healing a priority. Yes. Making self-care a priority. Yes. Making an extra day a week, a non-negotiable part of my work, life, personal week. And when I do that, I'm actually able to show up for all of those things much easier, right? For me, and I know I was actually thinking about you because I was like, for me, it's very much like going into the woods, right? And I was thinking about you in terms of, he gets to do this every morning. <laughs> <laughs> every morning, he gets to just step outside and go for his walk, right? Because I, I always think about you and how naturally you can just, naturally you can just drop back into being present, right? And and just be, you know, focus on the fact that it's just a passing thought, right? Yeah. And a lot of that comes with a cured wisdom, right, over the years. But it also is a practice, right? Going for a walk every morning. I don't know if you're holding your coffee or not. I know you go with your dog, but yeah. like being in nature, nature emanates this really powerful energy. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'm getting a little woo-woo here. That's fine. Let's get woo-woo because it's real. The energy, you really stay present, not just with yourself, but also with nature. You can, I can sense the energy from the trees, from the grass, from being in the forest and really connect to the energy of it. That energy is really powerful because rebalances your system. It, it, it's, well, <laughs> the word grounding. I mean, yeah, you, could, you can't get more natural being grounded on ground, you know, kind of a thing, right? Like in nature. And the other thing I like about nature itself is nature is non-judgmental. Right. It doesn't judge. It doesn't judge that you're you're here or there or whatever. It's just it you're. It's just a a free neutral space where, yeah, and noticing becomes more powerful. Like presence becomes more powerful. Are there times on my on my walk where I don't notice anything? Yeah, because I'm in, 
where am I? Right. But the moment I notice, oh, I'm in my head, I'm I'm immediately back into the nature. I'm immediately right. back on the trail. Yeah, and it, it takes, you know, like when we say go go take a walk in nature, it's, you know, 10 minutes is not enough, right? You got to be in it for a little bit because some, you have days where, like you're saying, where like, I was very busy, very, you know, was there maybe like three hours? I would say a good hour and a half to two, I was cleansing my thoughts, you know, it's like a mental washing machine, you know, it's just like happening, you know, yeah. like, and like, you can, you know, you can fight it and resist it, but it's going to persist, right? Or you can just notice, you can just remove yourself and notice all these thoughts. It's not your preference to have them in that moment, but like, just notice them, right? Yeah. And, when, and, and eventually they just slow down and eventually you can just be with the thoughts that you choose to have, right? With the thoughts that you're trying to put order in or clarity in, right? Getting are helpful. Yeah, <laughs> get connected, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it takes, it can take some time to get to that space, right? Yeah, yeah. But when you do, I mean, I get so much guidance from nature because I'm able to just not just listen to my inner self, but I receive information. And I truly believe that it comes through the quantum field or it is maybe more on a spiritual level, mm -hmm. but it allows me to receive it, right? It allows me to hear it, to see it, to know it in that moment. Yeah. And one of, one of the, the pieces of wisdom that I received was that the anxiety was so strong this weekend because it was a nail-biting moment, you know, it took quite some time to get this answer. And I realized that the trees were asking me to just pass that energy to them. That, you know, like me seeing my fear, realizing it, moving out of my body, expressing it, you know, breathing into it, uh, releasing some of the emotion was was powerful that I could just literally like ground this energy into nature, right? Yeah. And there's a couple of practical ways that this is done, right? For me, is I you either I either lay down on the ground literally with my whole body, or this weekend I discovered like oh tree hugging is a thing because it's actually really beneficial. <laughs> <laughs> Good for I you. just hug a tree. I hugged a couple of trees and like let the energy into the tree. You know, yeah. just take this energy from me and cleanse it. You know, like we're all I strongly believe we're all filters. I know that I am. We just absorb energy, right? We just don't know how to put it back out without damaging ourselves. Uh -huh. And I did that. I just I like I'm a tree hugger. <laughs> Congratulations. You you would fit very well up here <laughs> because there's lots of trees <laughs> and lots of people hugging them. <laughs> lots of people hugging them. I mean, you can sit there and make fun of it. Yeah. But I've always, always been curious, like, why do people hug trees? You know, like, and, I, and I've done it before. I mean, kids do it too. We hug trees, right? But this, this time, really, if I could physically feel this, energy just just leave my body it felt very comforting like hugging your mom 
you know, like yes, yeah, I felt yeah. held by nature. I felt supported. I felt loved. And I think that's a really powerful tool that we have at our disposal. We are, nature was here before we were, right? So for us to think that nature is just sitting there, giving us water and food, and that's all the purpose that it has, that's like grossly underestimating the intelligence behind this planet being in existence, right? What, what is growing these trees? What has kept those trees there for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years? You know, like what's the intelligence that's allowing this to be possible, right? It, it is there, right? And it's there maybe to support us beyond what we have labeled it to be, just food and water, right? Fresh air. There's, there's, there's guidance there. I truly strongly believe that. And so many of the writers in the past have pointed to that, right? Emerson and very few other people, like they, they spent so much time in nature, not only being present with nature, but also observing nature because a lot of the answers um, come from that. You know, it's like, like, look at how nature handles itself with fire. Uh, how does it handle itself in drought? How does it handle, like when you can see how it's, it's capable of, of balancing itself out, that it's always trying to balance itself out. Well, we are nature. We forget that we're part of nature. And that's exactly what we're trying to do all the time. So when we're having these feelings, these feelings are there for a purpose to balance ourselves out, right? So, so yeah, the more we get out of the way, like it's like if we stop picking the scab, it will actually heal, mm -hmm. right? you yeah. know, because it's designed to heal and we're designed to heal. We're designed, um, we're miracles, Right? Just like everything else, like we're, we've got the same energy that takes us uh, an acorn and turns it into an oak tree. Like we've got that same energy and intelligence behind it. And when we trust it more, things happen that we point to. Right. When we trust it, when we stop putting all our conditioning onto it, right? It. Yeah. When we, when we stop like... Even belittling it. Yes, right? yes. And yeah. making fun of it. Yeah. Well, it, it, that's, that's the other part of manifestation to me. Like you, like what you just said is, is you know, when you get something, and this is what I was talking to uh, with, with a family member, I said, you know, like, I, I needed this thing. So I got this thing, right? And not to go into a lot of details. And it wasn't exactly what I needed, but it fit. It fit what it needed to be. You know, it was the exact thing that needed to fit in there. And, but I could have, I could have easily demissed it. I could have just said, no, 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 I'm going to wait for something better. I'm just going to, right? It's like, no, like you get the gift, accept it, accept it, right? And then see what happens next. Right. Because you don't know where it's going to take you after that. No, you don't. You're, you don't. you're really limiting yourself by thinking that the one thing that you want to manifest is it because there could be a much greater that's the adventure eyes, that's whatever the, you want to call it right that yeah. comes into your life maybe not in this situation maybe not in this moment but you don't know where this is leading you no 
And, and that's very much what I sat with, right? This is like this, I'm being guided in a way that I don't like necessarily, right? Because I would like this to be solved and move forward. Oh, well, yeah, we want, we want everything done to yeah. yesterday. That's, yeah. that's what I would like. My yeah. human nature wants this, this crap to be done and move on, right? So I can move on to all these other things that I want to do. <laughs> but along the way, there has been a lot of learning and growth, right? Yeah. Within this practice that I had this weekend, I also was able to see and heal a lot of inner child stuff. Mm. Very surprisingly, I became aware of where some of these things come, right, mm. come from, because you know, you and I are gifted with the knowledge of knowing how to coach, right? And how to coach ourselves. So really following the breadcrumbs of my feelings and the emotions that were being created, I really backtracked to well, where does this come from, right? Mm -hmm. And I realized, wow, there's so much that I'm still carrying within myself that comes from my childhood that is affecting what is happening today? Mm -hmm. So I was able to actually, it was, it was massive, massive work that I got done this weekend on myself through a situation that from the outside would have, it was sucky. Mm -hmm. I had to wait a lot longer than I thought I would have had to wait. What's taking so long? Yeah. This is unacceptable. So long. Why aren't they giving an answer? Right. Yeah. Well, what was the opportunity? The opportunity was I got a lot of inner work done here. <laughs> I really did. Yeah. And and I really got to hone in my manifestation skills, which which is very much something that I also realized this weekend that I want to focus on. Yeah, the doing and taking action is one piece of it. I clearly have mastered that, but also like how to how to work from an energe energetic standpoint. Mm. How to master my energy. And that's very much what, what went down for me this weekend. I worked a lot on mastering my energy and like following my energetic. That, that would be a really good topic to really delve into a little bit yeah. more about, yeah. okay, you know, like take, you know, carry on take notes, <laughs> you know, yeah. like you're, you're on this journey, like, uh, you know, I've been experimenting with that myself over, you know, exploring different things in that sense, you know, what it is, what is it to live a guided life? Like, what does that kind of look like and what's getting in the way and all those other kind of stuff. I, I think, I think there's something there, you know, oh, and, yeah. if, and if people, people are interested in that, you know, please give us a tick or a like, or, you know, make a comment. Um, about that um but there's some real value there's a huge amount of value in it because it is part of that manifestation part right so hey how you doing and how you doing <laughs> how you doing i did some how you doing here recently <laughs> into the new yorker That's new. <laughs> you know and i was like you know now we're getting a little lighter and funny but but there was a little bit of that too, like realizing at some point, this was last month, I realized well, part of why I didn't get this place was because I refused to play the game the way 
my circumstances are telling me I need yeah. to play the game, right? And, and the reason why I didn't is because I don't like that energy. I don't like that masculine, aggressive energy of the city, right? Mm -hmm. so, but it got me thinking, like not getting that place got me really thinking, how can I do this? How can I have a little bit of both? Because let's be honest, I am in New York City, so I yeah. am yeah. in this field <laughs> and responding to this field. Yeah. Uh, how can I bring some masculine to the feminine? And how can I bring some feminine to the masculine without being too far in one or the other? So I was too far in the feminine. <laughs> and guess what? I didn't get it, right? And when you're too far in the masculine, I'm guessing I wouldn't have gotten it either, right? So balance, balance, balance. Yeah. And it was, it was actually fun to discover how, how do I play this game through accepting that this is the energy that this field around me brings in, and that's what I need to respond to, not, not resenting it, and still show up as myself. Mm -hmm. That's also something else that we can talk about. How do we master energy and how to find balance within the doing and the being and the pushing and the and the letting go? Yeah. Where yeah. where's that line? When do yeah. we let go and yeah. when do we push? Yeah. How do we maintain homostasis or is even that possible? Or even you know, that's a good question to ask, right? Is it yeah. is it possible to be there all the time? I love our conversation today. Yeah. Yes. Good conversation. It, it, was, it was. I was getting goosebumps right in the very beginning. I'm still getting goosebumps. And that's my that's always been my indicator that we're kind of on the right vibe and and uh woo. Yeah, I don't know if you have trees, but I'm tired. Hey, I <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was gonna go someplace different, but uh that <laughs> People might get the wrong impression on some of things. Anyways, hey, Fatih, you have a wonderful week. Thank you, you too, Rick. It's a pleasure talking to you. And everybody else, you too. Um, play with it. Explore it. You know, tell us your experience about this whole thing called manifestation, uh, law of attraction, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm sure there's some stories out there, some success ones, some failures, whatever, you know. Uh, let us know, uh, share our podcast. Uh, they can like it, make comments. Uh, we really appreciate a review. Uh, we have a podcast. This is also on a podcast. So if you don't want to see our lovely faces, um, you can listen to it. <laughs> well, you will be personal, right? If the podcast works out better for you, just, just And you can take us for your walk in nature. Yes. Right? <laughs> Take us for a walk in nature. Listen to this episode and try it out. Pick something really small. Yeah. And try it out. Just go for it. Yeah. You can always go bigger. Go big later. All and right. Share with us. Share with us your results. <laughs> All right. We'll catch you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye bye. Ciao. Thank you so much for joining us we appreciate every listener that is committed to the journey of transformation and if you found value in today's episode join us for the next conversation as we take on a new topic every week 
Subscribe to our podcast so that you won't miss any tips and insights. Your experience of the show means a lot to us. So please help us amplify our impact by posting an honest review. This action matters to us more than you know. You can find us on social media at An Honest Look Podcast and on our YouTube channel at An Honest Look. Bye for now. Ciao, ciao, and until next time. <laughs>